0: Welcome to House Party, a podcast where home and pop culture collide, coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way. And I'm Rachel Stoltz. We are so excited because one of our favorite HGTV shows is back. Battle on the Beach. Battle on the Beach. The battle returns. New beach, new teams. New beach. What do you think about them taking the battle to Surfside Beach, Texas?
1: Um, you know... It's just another beach. <laughs> Some beach. Uh, they didn't really give uh, much of an overview. Surfside is outside Galveston, if I'm correct. Okay, right? you did
0: more googling than I did. <laughs>
1: well, wait, let's make sure I'm correct. Surfside before I go spouting beach. fake news. So yes, yeah, Surf Surfside is is near Galveston, uh, okay. on the coast outside Houston. Um, We didn't really get any background about the town. Uh, Last year, as you know, it was in Gulf Shores, Alabama. This Mm -hmm. year, Surfside Beach. The the biggest overview we got were Ty, Allison, and Tanya literally helicoptering in, (laughs) flying over the water, landing on the shores of Surfside Beach in front of their, their new teams. And that was that. Just made a grand entrance, and they immediately got down to brass tacks i liked it i like the entrance um, I mean, it, was, it was fun but I, again i was kind of like okay we got no background about the town or spent the
0: whole budget
1: <laughs> on <laughs> the helicopter so we're, we're just on a we're on a different beach different day yeah. different teams
0: um for those of you who have never seen battle on the Beach. It is, of course, a competition show on HGTV. It's one of their many home renovation competition shows. Uh, the celebrity design mentors, there are three, are Ty Pennington. You know him, you love him. They introduced him as Ty Pennington of um, Rock tiebreaker. the Block, but we oh, know him I as... thought it was Tiebreaker. No, they said Rock the Block. I think, or maybe they said Rock the Block and Tiebreaker. Whatever. Um, Allison Victoria from Wendy City Rehab. Mm-hmm. And Tanya Nayak, last year's winner of Battle on the Beach, uh Tanya is on the show's Restaurant Impossible and Build It Forward. The point of the show, the the object is to put as much value as they can um into the homes. And each of these mentors uh take on one team and they kind of guide them through the home design, home renovation process. They, what's their budget this year? Is it eighty, 80 thousand? eighty thousand? Yeah. yeah, so each team gets eighty k to completely rehab a broken down beach house and do it in their own style while also adding value. So um, it's so interesting to me like how they choose these teams and like who they
1: choose. yeah, the they're pretty diverse. Um, mm-hmm. First of all, we have. Corey and Paige, they are Canadian and Ty does not let that go unknown throughout the episode. I <laughs> wanted to take a drink every time he said Canadians. Um <laughs> Corey and Paige have been married for three years. They flipped five houses. Then we have Wally and Jacqueline, I believe is how it's pronounced. Mm-hmm. And they are not married, they are business partners and they flipped three houses. Then we have Roosevelt and Brandon, a father and son duo, who flipped a hundred plus houses. I was, <laughs> I was like, like, the disparity between <laughs> this is insane.
0: Damn, I feel like it was that way last year where um, there was
1: one team that had been
0: doing it since Carrie and like, yeah, diapers. Carrie and David yeah. had been had, had they had been the ones that had flipped like a bunch of houses and they and won. Then, yeah, and they were the winners.
1: Roosevelt and Brandon are just darling. I love them. I they are from St. Louis, uh, and he, Roosevelt owns a development company. He's been doing it for 34 years, he says. And then Brandon, his son, says he's been his right-hand man for the past five. And it was just so adorable. So cute. I know. Brandon's probably, what, like early
0: 20s? Like He's,
1: yeah. he's, he's a kid. Baby face. Um, oh, my gosh. Very and like, cute. I could see him in The Bachelor or something.
0: Their designs were so good. They showed, like, some pictures of their, their previous projects. Yeah. All and of them th- seemed super talented. Yeah. They all, they all know, like, what they're doing in terms of design and stuff and, and what what appeals to buyers yeah so those are our three teams and then oh and i guess we should say like which team goes with who so roosevelt and brandon um go with tanya Mm -hmm. wally and jacqueline go with ty and Corey and Paige go with allison um and then our judges this year last year we had the persnickety but very lovable mike holmes and mina starsiak hawk Mm-hmm. Uh, and this year, our judges, who will judge each of the rooms each week, are Sarah and Brian Baumler mm-hmm. from *Renovation Island*. I say that with an up talk because I don't know them.
1: <laughs> I don't know her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm I'm not familiar with them either. I've looked up their work on *Renovation Island*, but I've never seen an episode. Um, they seem cool. <laughs> they seem
0: brian called himself a carpenter so like he knows his stuff he's gonna be kind of that that might be holmes, the mike holmes yep. yeah like oh this is not square on this thing and this is he, not he, secure and this electrical is
1: da 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 like he delivered in the first episode yeah he he called out some things i know you said they've got 80k to renovate the grand prize at the end if they walk away with it all is fifty thousand oh, yeah. dollars? Of
0: course. <laughs> the The reason why they're doing this, besides just the fun time to hang out with these HGTV stars, yeah, the winner gets fifty k, and
1: each week the winning team gets three thousand dollars. To me, it was interesting that they outlined. I ha- didn't notice them outlining this before in previous uh, seasons that the teams can choose to DIY the work or pay for help. But they and they all get one carpenter provided. Mm-hmm. So I don't.
0: It, <sighs> it's interesting that they're like shedding more light on that. That that yeah. does seem like a behind the scene scenes little thing that like we asked the producers about. So <laughs> they're doing it because of us. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, You're welcome. But guys. no, but it is interesting because that is one of the questions that we had, and I'm sure that's a question that a lot of viewers have had. Is like, are the contestants actually, or the 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 teams actually doing the work themselves, or is it getting farm not farmed? What's the word? Subbed out to a, a team of builders.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting that you, if you decide to hire somebody to help, you're gonna have to pay that's going to come out of your 80k budget well and it came up because one of the teams and maybe we'll just get right into this initially wanted to move the kitchen from one side of the house to the other side of the house yeah and Ty Wally had to point Jeffing. out um you're gonna have to hire people to do that that's gonna blow your entire budget
0: yes yeah let's yeah so we can jump in i one more thing i want to say before we jump in um each of the houses uh, are three bedroom three bath and 1500 square feet so yes, and Thank this you. week you're welcome. This week uh, they tackle the kitchen and dining area. So mm-hmm. they, they typically start with the kitchen. It's it's the big one. It's, it's a showstopper. It is, yeah. And any competition that Alice and Victoria is a part of, we expect
1: to see big things from her. Yeah, the kitchen is her her playground. She's used to winning the kitchen, so um, I think she felt like she was an advantage this week don't you oh yeah for sure she
0: I think she she doesn't have a lot to prove because we all know how good she is at kitchens but I think her team felt the heat like Paige and Corey were like if we don't win kitchen week with Allison as our mentor like it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty embarrassing for us because she's won all the kitchens that she's ever done yeah in these types of shows um yeah so like you said wally and jacqueline want to move the kitchen to the other side of the room which is the living room space but, but just t- to be
1: different like just that was their be- sole reason was to yeah. be different and i was like oh this is not gonna go well for you guys no it's like the
0: the name of the game guys is adding value that's that's your f- north star and just moving it to the other side is not adding any value
1: for the sake of doing so yeah if they had come up with even one legitimate reason why it would have been better on the other side the view or whatever added square footage something i would have been like okay well that's worth at least considering but i'm so glad that ty immediately shut them down (sighs) Ty was like you guys you have eighty thousand dollars to renovate a house (laughs) like what are you they routinely just murdered ty throughout this episode with (laughs) dumb ideas yeah i i have to say that that's being harsh i shouldn't say dumb ideas Murder. they took they they made some choices that and um dug in their heels on those choices that were just surprising to me i don't mean to digress but should we talk about how ty's a cheat a big fat cheater again oh yeah that
0: bothered me um no yeah ty's a big fat cheater like he always is like he did last <laughs> like he did last season um because okay so there was the design challenge i think they're doing demo and and their mentors call them out back to the beach and say we have a challenge for you and it's the official battle on the beach auction which was really fun
1: yeah so each team was given 500 and the ability to bid on two items or take two items that are popular in design in the surfside beach, Texas area. I feel like those same items were popular in
0: (laughs) Georgia (laughs) during rock the block. And I think they were No, it was all they were And in
1: Gulf Shores
0: last year. (laughs) Yeah. They're all just like Postal like farmhouse Here, design elements like I was, wrote them down. There, yeah. Okay. Go go through the list just so we can.
1: All right, so we can. You got yourselves. You get you got yourselves a pot filler, you got mm-hmm. brass hardware, you got a wine fridge, you got LED under cabinet lighting, good old shiplap, subway tile, an apron sink, and floating shelves. Yep, and they. Revealed each item one by one, not all at the beginning like I, I just did. So no team knew what was coming. They just knew what they wanted when they saw it and were able to bid on it. And once it was taken, no other team could use that in their design.
0: Yeah, that was the big thing. So like if you had in your design plan open shelving, but another team takes that before you, you can no longer have any open shelving. Yeah. In your design plan. So we saw some of the teams get real shady with, with their um, auctioning uh, strategies. Well, um, Walt was going in there and just
1: driving up the prices. Wally's main goal, Or Wally. Excuse me. Wally. Wally's main goal. I wrote, he's thinking too hard about how to screw the other teams. Like that was his. Main objective was to just make it – he didn't care about what they got. He just Mm -hmm. wanted to, as you said, drive up the prices for the other teams and generally make their lives miserable.
0: Yeah, I think there was – the first item was the pot filler. And Wally had no intention of winning the pot filler, but he just was like, I'm going to bid. he bid 200. Yeah, just to get – sweet roosevelt and brandon who wanted that to bid more and it yeah i was like this is hgtv wally
1: this is not like okay this is not survivor Yeah, on cbs i have conflicting feelings about this on the one hand i was like bro it's hgtv calm down <laughs> like know the show that you're on on the other hand I was like, is Wally the villain that I didn't know that I needed this whole time? I know. Did we ask for this? <laughs> like, I kind of liked it. He made, he, there were some other moves that he made that were questionable, but the whole time I was like, well, this is sort of refreshing. hmm I don't know. Jury's still
0: out. He was trying to make, it, make an impression. Um, he did. Yeah. Paige and Corey get shiplap. Uh what else did they get? They got the wine fridge. Um, the wine fridge. Yeah. yeah they were excited about that. To their
1: statement wall <laughs> and their crucial. kitchen. Crucial. It was. Um,
0: Roosevelt and Brandon got the under cabinet lighting and the pot filler. They were like, We need that pot filler, you guys.
1: <laughs> Which i forty dollars say, for a faucet.
0: <laughs> look at looking at all of these items. I feel like the pot filler actually was the only one that adds true value to the house because, like the other ones, are kind of just aesthetic that that you can't put a value on. But if if an inspector goes through, I I remember in like last season of um, Rock the Block, they said a pot filler adds value. Oh. I don't think subway tile adds value. I don't think an apron sink. I I know floating shelves don't add value. The wine uh, fridge you can just take with you. So I wouldn't I think it would wine be added fridge, into the value of the house. I know a wine fridge doesn't add value. They talked about it like it would though. I don't think it does. But like it's, it's, I think you it's take a it thing, when well, you go. But I think right? it's a thing like the hot tub where oh. like it's cool It's like a cool feature. It's like an on an appraisal. It's not going to show up. I don't know. Real (laughs) home appraisers weigh in. Podcast at realtor.com. Email us. If you're a home appraiser, tell us what we're missing here. Just going into this auction like that would have been my strategy.
1: Like if. Oh, gosh, does this item add value? Okay, yes, I need it. But the thing is, they had already designed their spaces and they're that's giving them this auction like two or three days into it. So they're like, if I don't get this, I'm have to completely reorient and then we don't have time to do that. So they were, they were kind of going in already. That's why Roosevelt and Brandon, they designed for a pot filler. So they (laughs) knew they needed a pot filler.
0: Well, good for them. They got it. They got
1: it. Um, yeah. And And then, yeah, let's get back to tie cheating.
0: Um, Wally decides because they didn't get shiplap, but they had in their plan to do some sort of paneling up top on, on their ceiling. Wally says, "Well, we can just use one by sixes, um, and and lay that uh, on on the ceiling." And then Allison was it? Yeah, Allison was like, "Well, that's basically that's shiplap." He's like, "No, it's tongue and groove." And she's like, that's what shiplap is. It has tongue and groove that he's like, no, but it over shiplap overlaps tongue and groove doesn't. And it was like this whole thing. This entire. This is Ty arguing with this is Ty. Yeah. Ty is like sometimes rules are meant to be broken on television. And I'm like, Ty, I love you from the depths of my soul, though. You (laughs) have to play by the rules. Like.
1: Come but on. he doesn't. I I laughed out loud when Allison goes, but what about the cash prize and then Ty goes, I'm not the one getting it. And it was
0: like <laughs> he could give 0 Fs. <laughs> like executive producer Ty just being like I'm going to do whatever I want. Uh yeah, that that did bother me. Um I I have to say if they had left the the ceiling unpainted, I think it wouldn't have rubbed me the wrong way as much but if they they ended up painting that ceiling white and it looks it looks like shiplap
1: yeah but they screwed themselves in doing so so then I was like haha you broke the rules karma (laughs) that's what you get that's what you get
0: um yeah so this was like this whole debate between Jacqueline who really wanted to paint the ceiling white Paint, paint the wood panels white. And Ty, who was like, my God, no, it's this cool architectural feature. Just leave the wood as is. It was
1: really beautiful. It, it was, was. Light and bright and beachy. Um, I thought I wrote, yeah. Jacqueline wants to paint the beautiful cheater ceiling. Ty and Wally don't. It's a cheater ceiling. <laughs> it was a cheater ceiling. And ultimately, Jacqueline just went right ahead and did it. And Ty said, it's not often that I walk into a room and I want to cry. And I completely agreed with him. It's totally, it looks, it it cheapened
0: it so much. It cheapened it. It made it just a boring ceiling then. And it, yeah, it was, yeah,
1: it was sad. I'll be interested to know if Jacqueline feels like she learned her lesson and will now take more risks in other spaces. Cause I hope that's so. what Ty was just, you could tell Ty was very frustrated with them that oh, yeah. their end result looked perfectly nice, but it was completely safe. So the judges, Brian and Sarah, um, they visit team
0: Tanya first, which is Roosevelt and Brandon. Uh, what did you think about that banquet?
1: Uh, conflicting feelings again, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the theme me of, too. of me today. I actually, I liked it in concept, but I love that they tried to sit down in it and <laughs> even tiny little Sarah had trouble getting in and out of the bank cat. and that became yeah. kind of a joke. And Tanya's like, no, I'm sliding like butter. And it's like, no, girl, you're not like they they built it wrong. Um, yeah, but it seemed easily fixable if they got a smaller table
0: you know typically they get a chance at the end to correct all their mistakes so hopefully they can pop back on wayfair.com (laughs) spawn and get a smaller table for that area um
1: the idea though behind it was to have it be a a major gathering place and a place because tanya is uh, well versed in designing restaurants she was like I always want every seat to be the best seat. And so here, this banquette Mm -hmm. allows everybody to sit and enjoy the view. And I was like, that's cool. That's a cool idea. And it doubled as an island. It did double as an island. I did like it as that, like, gathering
0: place feature in like a vacation home that makes so much sense if you're renting the house with your family or with a couple families, you'll all gather and make mm-hmm. dinner and have this big play fun games. place. Yeah, and, play yeah games. It's totally characteristic of a vacation house. I just thought though, with that butcher block um that like surrounded the banquet that was supposed to be like quote unquote the island part what if you get like crumbs or like, what if you spill liquid and it, then it just
1: goes down into the banquet, right? Well, that's what Brian was saying, or yes, Brian, mm-hmm. sorry, the judge. all these names. Yes. That's what Brian was picking apart because he was saying it wasn't, um, I had to lurk, look up the term biscuits. <laughs> that's, they kept saying biscuits about the butcher block. Um, and apparently that's how it's kind of. Not welded together, but how you lay the, it all together—the so joints no, together, yeah, yeah. So there's no gaps. So I think Brian was accurately calling out that it was kind of some, some rough craftsmanship in terms mm-hmm. of sealing it and making sure that you don't get crumbs down in the crevices.
0: Yeah. Um, so that was Team Tanya, but I did love—I love I loved the fabric they picked for the banquet. Um, I
1: liked the colorways that they had. I thought all mm-hmm. the fixtures were really pretty. The wood beam ceilings. Yeah. Thought it was funny that their other auction item was the under cabinet lighting. And Sarah was like, I don't even really like that. <laughs> I was nice. like, oh boy. <laughs> they blew 260 bucks on under cabinet <laughs> lighting. And she's like, yeah. We're
0: in for quite
1: a season if she's going to nitpick things like that. Yeah. It was a little. And she's like, I really would have preferred it be in cabinet lighting because, you know, you that the glass the front glass and fronts. that would have looked better. I was like, oh, my God. Like, OK. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: OK. And then we had team Allison, queen. And I just wrote the queen of kitchens has done it again.
1: Interesting take. Oh. Allison's biggest fan has other thoughts. I have a hot take. Yeah, okay. Why don't you tell us what she did with? Or it wasn't her. It was Corey and Paige. But why don't you tell us what they did with the kitchen?
0: So Al, or excuse me, so Sarah and Ryan walk into the kitchen and say, "Oh, this is a little more West Coast vibe, a little more European." Uh, and then they
1: said, "They said West Coast or Hamptons." I was like, "There's a big difference."
0: Well, Allison, yeah, she's like Malibu or the Hamptons. I'm like, but I understand like, what she was trying to say, she Allison, was trying to honey. say like rustic, kind of like yeah. a rustic coastal. Um, the big feature of this kitchen was the uh, stone arch going over the stovetop, very similar to what we saw last season two on Rock the Block with um, Egypt and Mike when they yeah. had their stone facade. Um. Yeah, so the arch over the stone over the uh the stove, and then they also arched out their walk in pantry, which I think it's always really wise when you draw attention to the pantry. Um what what oh they removed okay. a window. They removed a window. Okay. I think you and I are gonna be on opposite sides of this. If this is what you're nitpick was because i thought that was a good idea they removed a window on the side and they put in a built-in and it was this beautiful architectural built-in i think built-ins add value to homes um i don't know if removing a window decreases the value of a home but the window basically just gave you a view of your neighbor's
1: house and that's often an eyesore for buyers so i think that that was smart I did not have a problem with them removing the window, and okay, you know, we're in agreement. We're in agree. <laughs> we're in agreement. Um, they, it was a risk they knew that they wanted to take. Like you said, they had it was a view to nowhere. It was just to your competition's house, mm-hmm. and Paige knew she wanted to do this statement wall from the beginning with the custom wine rack and the wine fridge that they won at the auction. Um, I liked it. I th- I thought it looked very nice. I believe Brian said they probably shouldn't have removed the window and they could have done something different but he didn't really elaborate that was not my i i said you're wrong brian (laughs)
0: um but what what did you have issues with in this kitchen i
1: thought aesthetically it was breathtaking it was absolutely gorgeous Mm -hmm. they removed all the cabinetry though Oh, I didn't even notice that. I was just focused on the aesthetic. I know, which that's is why I was shocked about the
0: final that they won decision. If they truly are judging on appraised value, no, I. That's a good point because Allison did say, if you're going to remove cabinets, you better do something that's show stopping. And they so had
1: hardly any uppers. I think they had two yeah. uppers.
0: And I well, know they had that
1: the little pantry, but that's not the same as having cabinetry. The lack no, of storage not. in that kitchen was just uh, – she lost it. I mean, she – I'm saying she is Corian Page. But, yeah, it they lost it for me there. Yeah.
0: It's, it's – you can't ignore it, although I guess I did. Um, <laughs> did you notice that they had an open shelf above the stove? Yeah. Okay. So, Allison – they weren't allowed to have open shelving because oh, Wally and Jacqueline had open shelving. True. And put in the dumbest open shelves that I've ever seen in a kitchen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like that they, they put in two... They, their cabinets came in the wrong size. Yes. So they had to put in two to sort of make it look not That was Wally, Wally and Jacqueline. Yeah. That wasn't a bad idea. I mean, if you've, you're going to put them somewhere, was a fine place to put them. But I guess you can put your keys in there or whatever. But
0: no, I think... <laughs> I think overall, like, aesthetically, yes, I think that Team Allison did deserve to win. There weren't as many glaring issues, like, with the craftsmanship, and it also didn't feel safe. It did feel very polished, um,
1: but I agree. Like, if we're talking about added value, you take out cabinets. Really bugged me once I noticed it. I was like, oh, my yeah. gosh. I would not I would not buy that house. i because of the lack of cabinetry, yeah, it's one of the first things I look at when I'm looking at homes, and wow, you know, my my parents do too. They've been house hunting for, as you know, for quite a while, and um that's a that's a deal breaker. So, an Allison Victoria kitchen is a deal breaker for you. <laughs> uh, I don't want to put it like that. I mean, it was absolutely gorgeous, but it, it, it she. Uh, There is so much statement and maybe they could have dialed back some of the statement places and put cabinetry there. But there's just, it was, it was statement over storage. And Mm -hmm. for a house that I'm buying, if I'm just going to vacation there once in a while, sure. But even then, I mean, I've, I've stayed in rentals on the beach where there's not enough cabinet spaces Mm -hmm. and it, it's very annoying. And that's the name of the game is adding value. Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: how they determine a winner. If it was a competition on most beautiful design,
1: it would be a different different scorecard. So was Allison's your... Or I, we keep saying Allison, but we really should give the credit to Corey and Paige. Cause I know. They, uh, I know. It, Paige was, I think, the the mastermind behind the stone arch, which did come out gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So was theirs your favorite kitchen? It was, yeah, definitely. What about I you? I was fully prepared to to have them be my favorite until I figured out how many cabinets were <laughs> actually there. I would say I don't know. I actually have issues with all of these. If I I know it's hard to pick one. Sorry. Probably guys, I would say if I had to pick a, a winner Roosevelt and Brandon's. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit of an issue with the bin cat, but I think you could get around that and it, the kitchen was still really open. I loved the um, the wood beams on the ceilings and it just looked really, and the two-tone cabinetry and yeah, looked very rich. But theirs was a close second for me, for sure. It's interesting.
0: Their, their design aesthetic, they said, was uh, French modern. I love yeah.
2: that.
0: <laughs> I know. It's just kind I'm of like, funny. Go, Ro- go, Roosevelt. Do your thing.
1: <laughs> I think, I don't know if it was him or Brandon who said it, but it was just sort of funny coming from I this think it like father's son duo they're like actually our design style is
0: french modern i liked it um and then we can talk about team tie um wally and jacqueline although we've already kind of talked about them team tie wally and jacqueline were the ones that had the gorgeous island but the seating was too low but that's an easy fix go on wafer.com grab some grab some barstools you're <laughs> done SpawnCon, <laughs> they are not paying us no so maybe but- i should stop shouting them out um of course they painted the ceiling white which huge big mistake huge
1: brian said i'm having a bit of a tough time seeing a feature sarah said uh this was a missed opportunity she was referring to the fact that they didn't have the time to do crown molding Um, Mm -hmm. so
0: which i agree it 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 kind of felt to me like i said before like a cheap flip
1: sorry it was fine. Like, fine. Yeah. Would I it was enjoy fine. And, that, you know what? It Sure. But it just, it wasn't anything special.
0: Yeah. And it's, they do have very limited time. They do have a very small design budget. So, I get it. Yeah. Uh, that's, poor. that's the caveat we always give. Like,
1: we're going to nitpick, but like. It's easy to Monday morning quarterback this. Um, yeah, poor Roosevelt and Brandon were so defeated. They were already like, guys, in week do- one. They was six weeks of this, and Ta- Tanya comes in. She's like, "What's going on? I don't, I don't care <laughs> she's for like, the, the energy vibe is off. here. The vibe is off, guys." <laughs> and they're like, "We're just not used to doing this on such a short timeline with so little money." <laughs> like well that's the, that's the game that's the like, show do you guys know what you signed
0: up for <laughs>
2: i'm you know not why sure you're they here? do no one can bless their you. hearts
0: i love them so much i know i know but then they got their second wind and they and
1: they turned yeah. out
0: a really beautiful kitchen
1: i thought tanya just dis- tanya described it well not that i know not that i've done this but she's like you know it feels like you're slogging at first and everything takes forever but then once things start to come together and you see the paint dry and the cabinets go in and you, you like feel like you're really rolling and that's when you get your momentum. And I can totally appreciate that. I can feel how that would, you would feel sort of bummed out in the beginning and then get on a adrenaline high. Although they must've been kind of so
0: defeated. It seemed at the end when they didn't win.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And Allison was not going easy. She was gloating for sure. She, like, kitchen yeah, winner, yeah. kitchen winner.
0: Yeah, poor our little Roosevelt and and Brandon. We're gonna, we have to protect them at all costs. I was re- I was legitimately sad when I we saw their talking head and they were like, "Well, we we worked really hard, but we lost." <laughs> I was like, oh, you'll win one." And David and Carrie didn't win. I don't know if they won They or maybe well no I think Allison, they didn't win every they didn't win everything I'm not sure that they even won more than the living room you can win none of the rooms and then win the ultimate prize yeah so. I'm not worried someone yet. needs to someone needs to tell Roosevelt and Brandon that
1: <laughs> I'm definitely not worried yet I do yeah uh I hope they keep their chins up this season is shaping up to be,
0: um, I mean, maybe on the shoulders of Wally is <laughs> is going to be drama filled. <laughs> Let's get Wally on the pod. We can only hope for for more shenanigans from Wally. Um, but we'd love to know what you think about uh, this first episode and just Battle on the beach in general. You can reach us um, via email at podcast, singular podcast at realtor.com. Or on social, we're at House Party Pod. Um send us a DM on Instagram. And yeah, it's it's
1: shaping up to be a fun summer. Speaking of summer, there's a new blockbuster film out in theaters um, right now.
0: A blockbuster that everyone just can't stop
1: talking about. Top Gun Maverick. Have you <laughs> seen, seen it I've, yet? I, I wanna see it.
0: I was going to ask you the same thing. No, I haven't. And I heard
1: it's like the first one, but now, (laughs) well, yeah, people are loving it. People, people are very into it. Stay true to form. They didn't, you know, veer too far off the script. They, they did the reboot formula correctly. That's what I heard.
0: And like Tom Cruise is still as intense as ever as, as Maverick. And Um, I hear, I heard miles Teller the, the whole the
1: whole gang is is very good I'm very eager actually to watch this
0: the reason that we're talking about this is um, because I sat down with our celebrity news writer for Realtor.com Claudine Zapp she and I went through Tom Cruise's real estate portfolio um, it's pretty big right yeah on the wings of Top Gun Maverick. Um, <laughs> It's quite robust. He's, you know, he's had many big, beautiful homes. And he currently, he currently owns in Clearwater, Florida, um, which is Mm. kind of like a Scientology. Scientologist Central. Yeah. Mecca, if you will. Um, yeah. So Claudine drops some knowledge about that. And she also shared with me about Top Gun Maverick, um, that Tom, you know, in his, action movie method acting ways put the cast through some very rigorous training for the movie. Like they actually, they actually had to go up in the planes and they had to, you know, get used to the G forces and like experience with these pilots, you know, I mean a very minute part of what they deal with. Um, but yeah, it sounded like a crazy movie and he has portfolio the the real estate portfolio to match um so enjoy my conversation with Claudine Zap right now hi claudine well hello well hello this is not (laughs) your first time on house party this is what like your third or fourth time it may well be and it's great to be
2: back however many times
0: i know we have a fun fun little topic to talk about today always Um, Top Gun Maverick is kind of like the movie that everyone's talking about right now. Uh, I have not seen Top Gun. I know it's sad to admit because the I original, know the original. Yeah, I know. Kind of weird. Have you I mean, you, you've seen it. Oh, oh, yes. Many
1: times. I asked
0: my
2: husband, I was like, have you seen Top Gun? He's like, yeah.
0: And I'm like, "Okay, well, I have it. I'm sorry. I'm just missing that chunk of movie canon.
2: I haven't seen the new one, but uh, a a
0: lot of people have. It's like setting box office records. And I heard it's good. Like people are saying it's pretty good. Like it's, you know, the the first one is beloved. And so it's always like, is the second one going to hold up? But apparently this one is pretty good, so.
2: And it was made in 2018, so they've been really waiting to uh, it was get this out there. Yeah, they filmed in 2018, and then I think it was supposed to come out right before the pandemic hit. And so they've ah. just been holding off and holding off because uh, I guess Tom Cruise really thought it should be seen on the big screen, and you know what Tom <laughs> Cruise thinks. <laughs> it happens, I guess, so. Yeah,
0: what Tom Cruise, go.
2: he is the... <laughs> He is the king of the screen. He Um, is. He also has. Mega star.
0: Yeah. Huge star with a huge real estate portfolio too. Um, To match. Yeah. You recently wrote about his real estate portfolio and I thought it would be fun to kind of jump into that um, on the heels or on the wings of Top Gun being in the, the theater. So let's look at the timeline kind of Tom is becomes a mega Hollywood film star. um, What is like one of the most noteworthy properties that he that he puts money on?
2: One of the the first purchases he made was in Manhattan, actually, Mm. um, in the 80s, Mm -hmm. uh, right after Risky Business, which was his big star turn. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's when he just sort of jumped onto the screen and immediately just became a hit star. Maker. Right. Right. Um, so and interestingly, so that, so that's back in 84, he bought mm-hmm. that and he held on to it until um 2013. And so uh apparently he brought all of his now ex-wives to this place and
0: oh interesting
2: apparently it has a tricked out gym that he put in there and mm. it's in you know um uh, Brett Easton Ellis uh lived in the building it was very 80s you know right yeah yeah,
0: yeah. I saw that I saw it doesn't it have a, a flight simulator is what you're
2: Oh, so that, okay. That's Clearwater. Oh, that's (laughs) Clearwater. Okay. I'm getting ahead of myself. (laughs) You're getting ahead of yourself, but that's okay. Um, so, uh, more recently, um, before we head to Florida, let's hit LA because he had uh, a lot of, um, properties in LA, which he's since sold. I mean, he's really, it seems like he's really made the move from the West coast to the East coast or the Southeast Mm. at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, but he, so he has, um, one of the themes that you can see, um, from his sort of, I guess, humble, uh, New York city apartment is that he, uh, tends to buy properties where he can have a lot of privacy Mm. and he buys up a lot of, a lot of lots. So, Mm. um, That's what we saw in his, uh, say Beverly Hills.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: He he bought a place um, in two thousand seven. That was a compound where he lived with his um, his wife, um, his now ex wife, Kitty Holmes. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, he bought this for in two thousand seven, mind you, thirty point five million dollars.
0: Oh my gosh.
2: For 1.2 acres. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And was that
0: multiple. You said he likes to buy at multiple lots. Is Was that like a multiple lot situation? This,
2: I don't know if this was. This was a multiple lot. But it definitely had a pair of guest houses. Swimming pool. Tennis courts. 10,000 square foot mansion. So yeah. definitely a compound.
0: Right. Right.
2: Um, so that he sold in 2016. And made a nice tidy profit he sold it for $38 million.
0: Okay. So he did in fact sell it for more than he bought it for. He
2: actually did make money on that one. So, and then the year before that he had sold off, uh, a, a, another compound in Hollywood Hills. This one, um, was actually two separate homes that Mm. that he owned and um, that he had bought separate in two different transactions. Mm. And um, they were two adjoining houses that he bought in 2005 um, for making up almost three acres Mm. um, in Hollywood Hills, which is kind of amazing. Um, And he paid at the time, $11.65 million for Mm -hmm. both of them. He ended up selling them in 2015. So that's 10 years later uh, for 11.4 million to Eva Longoria.
0: Oh, interesting. Um, What year was that?
2: 2015.
0: Okay. So that was after desperate housewives. So Mm -hmm. she, okay. Interesting.
2: Interesting. Yeah. Um, so, and, uh, so those were two, I would say pretty major, um, transactions for him in Los Um, Angeles. Yeah. But I think the other one that really stands out is the Colorado compound.
0: The Telluride. Um, yeah, that ranch. one that one we all know from or if you're I guess if you, <laughs> yes. yes, if you're a Tom Cruise head, um, <laughs> that place was it was photographed. Um, was it for vanity fair and shot by, um, Annie Annie Uh Leibowitz?
2: Google it people. You can, you can actually still find the vanity fair photos online Mm -hmm. and they're gorgeous with Katie Holmes and and his daughter Suri. Yeah. Right. Just, uh, beautiful. Um, so, and that was back in 2006, I believe, was when he mm. did that mm-hmm. uh, photo shoot. Um, he's owned that property. He 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 has since sold it, but he owned the property in. Uh, he bought it, I believe, in in the 90s, and he's just started 94. Amassing 94, and so he started amassing land. It ended up being a 320 acre property.
0: That's crazy. And that so, is just so much
2: land. I know. No one's he, gonna Did he like you farm
0: on it or it was purely just to get away from it all, be in the middle of nowhere? I probably. think that's,
2: that's it. And also it's, it's like got, um, an amazing, just, uh, you know, it's Telluride. So there's skiing, there's, there's snowboarding, there's mm-hmm. hiking, there's biking, um uh you know jet skiing like all of that are not jet skiing what's the the um Sno- uh, uh s- snowmobiling snowmobiling <laughs> that's the winter one <laughs> <laughs> um there's golf horseback riding uh, all of that and um, so I think he's an outdoor sports kind of guy
0: totally um, yeah he seems like an extreme sports kind of guy <laughs> uh,
2: yeah the guy who does his own stunts definitely extreme I think he, yeah uh, it's fair to call him an adrenaline junkie mm-hmm. um, and uh, he so yeah and and the house um, he had custom built 10,000 square foot seven bedrooms, nine bathrooms, chef's kitchen, gym rec room, den office fireplaces, multiple ter- terraces. Um, there's a, a three-bedroom guest house on the oh my property. Oh, gosh.
0: Wow. Yeah.
2: Um, and its uh, I was told by the realtor who was selling it at the time that it's actually, even though it sort of seems far away, it's only two hours by private jet from L.A. So oh. it's actually a fairly easy getaway for someone of that echelon of uh, money, wealth, power right uh, private jet living jet setting crowd so uh he so uh, uh, so he had uh, sort of long stopped using it and he had put it um he had tried to sort of sort of shop it around in 2014 Mm. uh for 59 million and
0: wow. So, he I mean, why basically, not, Right. <laughs> right. It sounded like this was another one where he was like, if it sells, it sells. If it doesn't, it doesn't.
2: Mm-hmm. And so he yeah. just wanted
0: to test the waters and see, test- like,
2: mm-hmm. if anyone
0: wanted to wanted to buy it for nearly 60 million dollars.
2: And I guess no one really jumped up at that price. So yeah. um, he took it off the market. It then came back um, last spring, um, March, for mm-hmm. a much more, I guess, easier to digest price of thirty nine point five million. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah, so much easier.
2: <laughs> Snapped up two months later, mm-hmm. and was a record for the area. So two
0: months—that's not mm-hmm. that long for a property of that price, like in that price bracket or
2: I know you wonder, you wonder if bracket. someone had their, their, ta- for someone in that tax bracket, mm-hmm. you, you kind of wonder if someone had their eye on it. And then when, when it came on the market again, just kind of jumped.
0: Yeah. Or maybe, well, I mean, you said you talked to the realtor, but, um, I wonder if like, yeah, they had always had the name of someone in mind. And then, cause I do, you, like, know who bought, you don't know who bought it. Right. I,
2: unfortunately, I do not know that. Yeah. Um, but it was purchased at full price. At okay. that point. So okay. th- there was no discount, which means someone was probably pretty anxious to be the one to buy it. Mm-hmm. I would think, you know, there was no negotiation. It's just, here's, here's a stack of cash or, Yeah, you know, and it probably,
0: go. yeah, it took like two months to figure out the financial, like whatever's
2: right before it went through. You're yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, um, so in that, in that so he, that's a, you know, put a check mark on that one for Cruz. Yeah, no, that's definitely, <laughs> <Good> because <job. laughs> you said, how much did
0: he, do, do we know how much he bought it for? We don't, 1994? I mean,
2: and, no, and uh, in fact, I think it was multiple transactions Mm. um over the years. So
0: right, because you said he amassed he he well, he amassed in other states, but this was also an amass situation. Major
2: amass. Okay. (laughs) A major. He loves to amass. Did hasn't he Mm -hmm. amassed in Florida as well? Yes. So okay. okay. So so now he's he's really kind of shed a lot of places. Um so LA is done, uh, Colorado done. Um, And now, and and even Manhattan done. So um, he then sort of focuses on Clearwater. What's good about Clearwater for him is that it's blocks from the Scientology Center. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and the building, which is called Skyview Tower, Mm -hmm. was built um, in 2017 by a fellow Scientologist.
0: Oh, so So he lives in like the Scientologist building in Clearwater. Interesting. Yes. I mean, not obviously not like the but the one that was a a, a place that was built by a, a famous Scientologist.
2: And which I think in some ways sort of further sort of buffers him in sort of this bubble that he likes to stay in, even though you wouldn't really think an apartment building would be sort of the way to go when you're, you know, a big star. So according to sort of reports at the time, this 10-story building um, that was being developed was actually altered at, at Cruz's request. Um, so the penthouse level was going to be five separate apartments. It instead was altered for him to be one giant penthouse. Wow. Which is 20,826 square feet.
0: Oh my gosh. Yes. So it's basically like a mansion on top of a building.
2: Yes. And, and on top of that, he's got like this huge lavish outdoor space with an infinity pool, hot tub, gardens, kitchen, bar. So, I mean, maybe it doesn't quite feel like uh, an an apartment (laughs) in the the strictest sense of what us, us ordinary folk
0: would think of. It's like a museum or something. Like it's, it sounds like it's, yeah, if he really wants to like be in the bubble, like he in can. He can get in the bubble, um, and
2: it's even more bubblefied because it's got its own car- garage mm-hmm. with a car elevator on the second floor. Um, so he doesn't really have to engage with anybody. Plus, he, and here is what you were asking about: it's got a wing apparently with a flight simulator in it, so he can do his, you know, Top Gun practice. Wow. Um, he also has a pilot's license, so mm-hmm. maybe he just likes to keep keep it sharp,
0: (laughs) keep his flight, (laughs) flight skills sharp. Yeah. He, he is a true method actor in that, in that
2: sense, he he definitely has a method. Um, And uh, other, other fun details are um, that he's got uh, like this whole sports storage area, office space, um, just a really lavish, you know, gym game room, home theater, and so this
0: place, you said it was built in like the mid 2010s. This, this was
2: built in 2017. Okay. Um, yes. And so and and I believe it it he he's just um it, it's just been uh, finished and for him and uh he spent nine almost nine nine and a half, a little over nine and a half million on on the on the place, which for, you know, Florida level, Clearwater, Florida, it's pretty pricey.
0: It is, but that's actually for, for all of that. I feel like 9.5, like you're not even having to pay like eight figures. I feel like that's pretty good. I don't know.
2: I I mean, mean, he got everything he wanted. It sounds like, you know, and, and he had the developer sort of make it sort of you know down to his specifications which is always nice to come in when a building's in the midst of being completed yeah. to sort of have it finished
0: essentially like a custom it. a custom place
2: right yeah
0: <laughs> that must be nice it
2: must be nice are you a Tom Cruise fan? Like, have you like followed his career and stuff? I, I mean, I uh, have definitely enjoy the Mission Impossible movies. And I, I feel like I've seen a lot of his movies either by yeah. accident or on purpose. And I, <laughs> I sort of feel like, uh, he's, he's such a solid, consistent brand, you know, when you, you know, it's going to be entertaining and, you know, he's going to do his own stunts and you want to see what crazy thing he's going to do. And mm-hmm. he, he's, he just is so committed to mm-hmm. whatever it is he does. So, and he seems to put the same, uh, sort of focus on his real estate in a way, you know, he just goes for it.
0: Yeah. It really, <laughs> he goes for it. That he does. does. <laughs> that's a good way to sum it up. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so so okay, so at this point we can say that he kind of just exclusively owns in Clear, like that's kind of where he spends most of his time is in Clearwater, Florida. Well,
2: I have to say that we had some great research done, um, you know, digging on him and everything that we could find. This is it. I mean, so, (laughs) I mean, I I did hear he had a place in England. I don't know if he still owns that. Yeah. Um, And you're right. You know, it seems odd that he wouldn't have a toehold in LA. So if there's something, you know, I'm sure we'll keep an eye out. And if something comes up, we'll for sure update the readers of RealTour.com and the listeners.
0: All right, Claudine. Well, thank you so much for catching us up to just, keeping us abreast of everything tom cruise and real estate related
2: oh anytime anytime <laughs> you want to talk tom cruise i'm happy to
0: yeah do you have plans to go see top gun maverick
2: for sure most definitely uh, <laughs> and i want to see it in the theaters um i i just watched a youtube video of the crazy training that they, they're at the cast had to go through to get oh. used to the g-forces in the planes oh my Because even though they're not actually flying the planes they they want they, tom cruise wanted them to know what it was like to be in these military planes and they oh my god <laughs> they had to learn how to operate the cameras inside the planes because uh you know there's no camera operator that can fit in the plane
0: no it's so tight but so Tom, Tom was like, everyone needs to know what G-sh- G-forces G feel Which like. Which I'm sure was super fun for the cast. <laughs> right. You must know, like, all right, so you're signing on to do this movie. It's going to be a huge movie, like Hollywood history. But <laughs> Tom wants you to go in a flight simulator and you need to get good at like that's it's just a whole thing that you sign up for no it's way (laughs) worse
2: than that he made them go up in these planes and to get up in an f-18 which you're not allowed to fly unless you're military personnel Mm -hmm. apparently but you have to learn what it's to how to ditch for real so you have to learn how to escape if your plane lands in the ocean
0: just in case
2: and they show the video shows the water filling up and you have to Kind of swim in the plane and open the door. I I just thought I am so glad I'm not an actor. I am no.
0: not cut out for that. Yeah, that's <laughs> much less not... someone
2: in the military.
0: Can you imagine like if that was baked into my contract signing <laughs> on the movie? I'd be like, and I want an extra like two million just right. for having to learn how to ditch a plane.
2: <laughs> in, I mean, this is the, the most crazy thing I've. I've ever seen.
0: I'll have to link that video. Um, I'll link it I'll in the send show it notes. To you. Yeah, I'll send so it our to you. listeners can see it because you all that have to sounds... check it
2: out. It's insane.
0: Um, all right. Well, thank you again, Claudine. And uh, my pleasure. Anytime. All you top Gunheads. <laughs> let us know what you think about um, Tom's real estate. His top portfolio. homes. His, his <laughs> top homes. I'll, I'll link to the story in the show notes too. So you can look at all the photos. All right. Bye. 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 Well, that is it for house party. Thank you so much for hitting play. If you want to check out any of the stories that we talked about today, you can go to realtor.com slash news. You can also go to Google and type in realtor.com and the topic and it should pop up. We will also link all of the stories in your show notes. So go to your podcast app and click on the links and you can see pictures. You can hear more little tidbits. Uh, And then if you had a great time listening to us, If you could go to your podcast app and either write a rating, nope, write a review or give us a rating. That would be awesome. We really appreciate the support and we appreciate your feedback.
1: We do. If you would like to get in touch with us in other ways, we're on all the socials. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our handle is at house party pod on all three, as Natalie mentioned earlier in the show. Um, we talk about all sorts of fun stuff there and post pictures. So find us join the conversation and reach out. Thanks again. And we'll catch you later. Bye. Bye.